Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Freezing Nomad Podcast. I'm your host, Perfect Nomad. The date is June 16th, 2018, and man, I apologize that I haven't done an, an episode in over two weeks. I've had a lot of stuff going on with work over at Medieval Times, taking care of these three cats who like to nibble on my toes when I do these re- freaking recordings. Um... I did an interview with Thorn and Thist over on Lagging Balls. Amazing people. They have an awesome podcast that was one of the inspirations to help me make this podcast. If you like hearing Blizzard games and Blizzard talk and a little bit of potty mouth that's all humorous, go check out Lagging Balls. They're hilarious. I left with, I left them a review on iTunes and I called... You can hear the see. You can hear the police coming after them with that potty mouth. <laughs> I uh, I let them a, a iTunes review and I called them the tenacious D of podcasting. They're just a fantastic duo. Hearing them talk is like music to my ears, and they make me like they just make me keel over laughing with the, the stupid things that they say. Not really stupid, just entertaining. So didn't mean to say stupid, but it just kind of came out because it kind of yeah I. I Whatever. <laughs> Go listen to Lagging Balls. It's a good time. Anyways, let's get this episode started. It's like Christmas morning all over again. There's so much Blizzard news going on right now. You've got Diablo news. You've got Heroes of the Storm. you got a little bit of Warcraft stuff coming out because of the beta. People are playing that. You have uh, more stuff going on in Overwatch. So over in Diablo, uh, Season 14 is called the Season Agreed. So it looks like all treasure goblin spawns are going to be doubled, which means you're going to encounter them more often. There's more loot, there's more enemies, you know, there's, it says here there's going to be a lot more fun. Uh, Diablo's fun already, if that's just the game you want to sit there and veg out. Diablo's fun, I mean, you and I, we're both Blizzard gamers, so we know how cool that can be. But I'm not a huge Diablo gamer, um, so I, I can see, but I can still see why this would be exciting for people who just want to sit there and just see loot all across their screen. But yeah, season 14, season agreed. Um, Blizzard's also doing like a, a giveaway for their season agreed. Uh, if you go over to their Twitter or their Facebook, you can enter in a contest to win some specific uh, consoles like Xbox, PS4, and I think I saw an MSI gaming laptop. So if if that c- catches your interest and you want to enter this, go check out their websites, you know, blizzard.com, Diablo 3, all that good stuff, and see that giveaway. So over on Heroes of the Storm, they have released this, uh, they, URL. Uh, or Bo Schwartz would say, URL. I, I still think it's URL. <laughs> so URL came out. She's, I haven't Someone is getting freaking arrested, like, right outside my window. (laughs) Or something. There's a high-speed chase going on. Anyways, yeah, uh, Yurel just came out. In Warlords of Drainer, I played Horde, so I didn't see a lot of Yurel. I don't... I don't really care for her. I mean that in the nicest way possible. I just don't find her interesting. And it's probably because I played Horde. She was more of an alliance... uh, She was in your alliance hub. I mean, I, I guess I do remember when she was a captive and you helped rescue her maybe I'm just salty that she has Maraud's hammer maybe I'm upset that I feel that Maraud should have been in Heroes of the Storm but no all joking aside she's a good addition to the game she's really flashy she's a tank she dishes out some pretty decent damage she's like the Warcraft Reinhardt in Heroes of the Storm or how I feel Reinhardt should be he should 
jumping around and slamming a hammer down and just protecting his allies. But yeah, Urel is in Heroes of the Storm, and from what I've seen, she's a lot of fun. I haven't played her. Um, I don't plan on buying her, uh, mostly because I've been staying away from Heroes. It just feels like my computer can't handle it, and I don't enjoy really laggy games in Heroes because of my CPU, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from it for now, but I'm enjoying watching some Twitch streams and seeing her on YouTube, and she's she just looks like a good time. Uh, so Alterac Valley is going to be coming into the game pretty soon, hopefully by uh, next week. I, I, I don't know where it says where it's going to come in, but it's going to be in soon. Alterac Valley in Heroes of the Storm. So this is an objective-based map. From my understanding from watching the, the video, the VOD or whatever it's called, um, you have different cavalry that you have to save their uh, capture points. So Heroes of the Storm is really good for this. Yeah, they, the game teaches you that you know these maps are objective-based as opposed to like League of Legends or Dota where it's just one map. So y you go in and you gotta go and channel your uh, little capture point and then you gotta wait around for this your guy to try to escape and while you, while doing so you gotta defend it and if he successfully comes out he he breaks out and he goes back to your spawn and he starts pushing a lane all the way towards the um, to the keep and it's just a huge push and it's very important to do that because the um, the the core at the end is Alterac Valley's uh, horde and alliance uh, leaders for that battle. I don't recall what they're uh, what they're called, but I know um, the hordes is Drek'thar. You know, the lines filth and keep that guy. Yeah, it's it's so cool. This this map, I've been wanting this map in this game for so long. I thought they were gonna do like a um, another PVP map from Warcraft, but Alterac Valley is is perfect. It's it's iconic and it looks good. It, it feels good. It feels like a really, really nice map to play on. Uh, there's even a new mechanic in the in the in the game now, and that's uh, that's the mud, the slow. I mean, it's not technically new because Chromie kind of does the same thing with one of her ultimates, but it's new in the sense that it's in a map. It's it's built into the game, and you can't talent for it. It's not it's not affected. The game isn't affected by it from a player. It's just it exists. So when you walk over, it just slows you down. Similarly to uh, to Chromie's little uh, sand thingy, thingy my bobber. But yeah, I mean, I haven't played this map yet. <laughs> like I said, I haven't played a lot of heroes, but I'm hoping to. I I, I really I'm hoping to. I, I mean, I definitely will give it a shot and check it out and try to enjoy the game as best as I can. But yeah, I mean, whew. I just I love when Blizzard does this stuff. They they really take care of Heroes of the Storm. To me, it's like their their little their little. Uh, what if, you know, what if Warcraft and all these universes came together and just fought? And it's just, it's cool. I like Heroes of the Storm because it, it brings all these characters together to fight each other. <laughs> that, that whole brawler thing. I think in a previous episode, I mentioned that, um, that because Heroes of the Storm, I explored even more deeply into lore of, uh, of Warcraft and Diablo. In fact, I bought Diablo 3 because of Heroes of the Storm. I really liked Karazim when he came out, and I wanted to check out Diablo, <clears throat> uh, Diablo's Monk because of that. And yes, uh, even StarCraft. I'm not a huge uh, RTS player. I don't like playing RTS games, but I liked Raynor, and I wanted to learn more about him, so I bought StarCraft. I still haven't beat it. <laughs> I should probably do myself a favor and, and you know continue with it, but I'd much rather be playing Overwatch. 
but yeah heroes of the storm's great game and i'm glad to see that they're just they just always go all out when it comes to like these sort of updates so kudos to you blizzard i i love what you do with uh, heroes of the storm and i hopefully you know we we get more and more content because i'm always going to be hungry for it just like other people so overwatch your boy hit freaking diamond oh yeah i haven't been diamond since season three and it was so freaking exciting for me for that little platinum thing to turn over to diamond and the crazy thing is i i i'm still climbing i'm about 200 sr away from master that that baffles me i don't know if it's because of the meta i don't know if it's because i just i started playing better i don't know but there's something about this meta or this season that's just working really well for me i i started maining brigida and mercy those two are like my go-to now so yeah i've been a support main i would say this entire time overwatch has been out but i i flex i'll, I'll play whatever the team needs but primarily i think i excel at playing support now I think I'm doing really well because Gabrielle, my girlfriend, made me some gloves for my for my PC. So when I was moving my my mouse around, my palm would drag across the mouse pad, and you know it would create some friction. And I I don't know, it just it felt weird to aim. Like it didn't I didn't realize how bad it was until I put on these gloves, and I could just glide my hand around. Like I was like, is is this what I've been missing out on this entire time? So not only has my aim improved, my comfort has improved while playing Overwatch. My moods improved because I don't feel like I'm straining, or I'm I, I don't feel like I'm missing shots as often. I don't know how to remedy that problem until I got those gloves. So thanks, Gabrielle. Thanks, babe. <laughs> but man, I, I I'm just I'm climbing right now. I'm at like 32. 52 right now or 30 32 54 55 i'm there somewhere but I, I i just i keep climbing like every every game that i lose i'm winning like two or three so it, let's let's just kind of do the math here so 32 52 if i do about if i get about 25 season rank i'm not even using my calculator if i do 25 season whatever sr so it's about 10, 12 games. If I win 12 games, I make it into master. And that's no easy fee. Like, you know, you get people who are just complete buttholes and they just want to throw the game. I've had a few of those so far. Like I thought it would get better in diamond. It gets worse. But for every bad player and every bad game that you that you get, it feels like you you get more into the game and you get better games because everybody else is actually trying to win. So I don't know, like it, there's just such a huge drastic change for me hitting the diamond and a different game style and gameplay from platinum to diamond. So like I, I get it now when people on Discord and certain channels are like, oh, you're platinum, aren't you? Well, in my rank, it's like this. And it's like, okay, cool. You don't have to talk down to people. But I see what you're saying now. It's a totally, completely different game. Overwatch is a different game at different ranks. And that's no surprise. Like, you know, obviously anybody who's in gold is going to just mop the floor with somebody who's fresh to the game in bronze or fresh to first person shooters. But I don't know. Like, for me, it just, it something clicked. I started playing Mercy and Quick Play because I just wanted to play Overwatch for the loot boxes because the anniversary event was ending. And I just, I wanted to play. 
I just I wanted to do something different and I stayed away from Mercy because I played so much Team Fortress 2 and I, and I only played Medic because I liked healing people and I liked getting the Uber Charge ready so in that game uh, Medic has a thing called Uber Charge where it makes you and whoever you're healing invulnerable to everything the only thing that can kill you is environmental hazards like like, well, this is if we're talking about Overwatch, like a Lucio boop into, into the crevice or something like that. Obviously, Team Fortress 2 doesn't have that, but yeah, that would make you immune to everything. So, you know, in order, if, if you're if you're a, a medic in Team Fortress 2 and your heavy is shooting at a turret, it was beneficial for you as a medic to turn around, go through your heavy, that guy, and like put your back to the turret so the turret starts shooting you so it can focus on you and not the heavy because it would do some pushback now I like I started to translate those kind of skills over into uh, overwatch with uh, with mercy so I, I just learned how to slingshot with mercy so when you're flying towards somebody with shift right at the near almost near the end her uh, she does like a little noise like it, it's got it's it almost sounds like a I don't know how to explain it. like maybe like not wind chimes but it, it sounds like a very light airy kind of thing if you go into bot matches and check it out like you'll you'll kind of hear that thing as soon as you hear that hit spacebar and she'll jump a little bit and she'll elevate just a little bit like she'll jump midair it's like a really tiny double jump but it'll give you more momentum so you can use that to escape you can use that to reach people you can use it to just get out of dodge and just uh like get out of harm's way so once i learn how to do that boom everything just drastically changed for me I started learning that if you damage boost people, it can help them build their ults faster, which is so important for Zenyatta's, for Zarya's, Hanzo not so much because he gets his ult more consistently now. But you know, if if you if you just hit tab and see who is at the lowest percentage for their ult, and then just damage boost the person lowest, and it'll help you. It'll help your team get their ults. Uh, there's also like. A little trick like if you use valkyrie and like right before like maybe like two seconds or a second before it runs out it's more beneficial for you to use damage boost so that spreads out to everybody and you help everybody get their ult and then once they're low on health or say like that you can just slowly build everyone's health back up normally after your valkyrie's done that way you get more ult charge for your next valkyrie see it's it's little things like that that i started catching on to that i learned that helped me climb back into diamond but i've also started playing brigida more oh my lord brigida is so much fun yeah she got nerfed a little bit when she uh, when she came out but that didn't stop her like at all like it is there is nothing more satisfying than taking out a tracer who is trying to backline your supports your dps taking her out in that wombo combo that she has so if you don't know what that is you catch a tracer so you 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 stun her with your shield bash you swing once and you use your whip shot boom dead it's just instant death for her so it's really smart to if you know that there's a tracer on the team just save all that Save all that from when she tries to flank, and then hit her with a combo. And so I, I guess some people can't do it. Uh, like it took me a while to learn it because you know my your your mouse. You know you you got to have the right DPI and stuff like this for these kind of shots. Because if you're overshooting it, if you move a little bit too much to the left, move a little bit too much to the right, you're gonna miss that, and she's gonna recall, and you won't have anything to combat that. She'll take down your shield, she'll take you out, take out your team. So it's a little it, it's it's kind of like stressful 
to to time that just right but man as soon as you get it boom it's it's like clockwork there's also another trick i learned with brigida and that's going against hanzo's actually this could work for anybody that has like those kind of shots like even mccree or let's see mccree hanzo torbjorn y you learn the timing of their shots so i explained this to one of my friends the other day on how i play brigida so say i'm facing a hanzo and he's shooting my shield, and I know that that shield's going to go down quickly, so he's going to go shot. And that's when I put up my shield, and that's when I swing. And I put my shield back up, swing, in time with his shot. So he shoots, I shield, I swing. He shoots, I shield, I swing. So it's just, it's a rhythm game. You know, and you got to make sure you're not getting those headshots, so maybe you can add a crouch in there every now and then. And the trick with Brigida is to secure a kill. Once they're at half health, stun them. Hit them, whip shot. Half health is about 200 health, 150 health, so, and that'll secure a kill for your team. And it's it's it works so well. And that's why people get mad with Brigida. It, it was the same thing why people used to get mad with Roadhog way back in the day. Like they, they felt it was unfair because you know the stun and then the the shot. Well, Brigida's kind of the same way, but on a smaller scale. So she's just so much fun for me to play because one she's a squire to reinhardt she's got all these armor and she uses a mace and she's just i really like her her character design it's really cool and two she completely stops the dive meta so if you got if the enemy team has a winston a diva a genji a tracer they're not going to be as effective because they're going to be afraid of engaging because of you and your stuns because if you stun somebody roadhog could hook them Reinhardt could charge them, McCree can stun them too, you can time all these stuns together and it just creates incredible mayhem, it tilts people, and you can use that to your advantage. Now I'm not saying go and make people mad on purpose for your advantage, but that's why people are getting upset, because of the stuns. And that, like people feel like she's unstoppable when she uses her armor and a Mercy's healing her. It might be true, but... I've been taken out plenty of times by a McCree that just aims his grenade to the left, or a Pharah, or a Junkrat. Like, she has counters. Every single hero in Overwatch has a counter. It's just that people don't realize, the, I guess, the heroes that counter Brigida because she's so new. It's like when Moria first came out and people were like, oh, she's OP. Or when the fir game first came out, when people were like, oh, Bastion's stupid, he's OP. Or with Junkrat, oh, he just spams one area, he's OP. Like, it, people are always going to find a way to complain, and, and those people face the facts. You're just not, you're not a good player if you're just going to complain about something being OP and you refuse to adapt to it. So, in my personal opinion, Brigida does need some work in the sense like she needs to be tuned down a bit because there are some things I pulled off that I should not have been able to. I, I think her armor needs to decay. Maybe her arm, maybe her ult regeneration shouldn't happen unless everybody's underneath a certain amount of armor that you have provided. I don't know, like I, her, something needs to be done with the with her. Maybe her stun needs to go out an extra second. Maybe it needs to be on a seven second cooldown as opposed to six. Maybe her melee range needs to be tuned down a bit. Maybe her stun needs to be halved or something. Maybe she should only be able to step forward just a teeny bit. Her her shield bash is a tracer blink that's pretty far that's you know that's the, i've used that thing as an escape i've used it to get to ledges i've used it in a multitude of different ways i would say smartly in, in, a, in a game mechanic way that i shouldn't be able to do in my opinion because and, and that's what makes her 
seemingly OP because she's so versatile. She's half tank, half support. She can protect your teammates. She can throw out armor. She can heal. All this stuff. But either way, she's a lot of fun for me to play, and she has helped me climb. And maybe it's just the way I play her. Maybe people just can't adapt to that. I don't know. Is she still fresh? It, but, I mean, there's something there. I Like I said, I haven't been Diamond since Season 3. And that when, that's when Anna was OP. Because that was the triple tank meta. And she could just throw her grenade and everything. She, I think it was like about 80% amplified heal. It was ridiculous. And that's why I climbed to Diamond. Because that's all I had to do. Just grenade and then spam a heal. So maybe it's Brigitte is the problem, or maybe I'm just that good and I'm underplaying myself. I don't know. I really, really don't know. But point fact of the matter is, Brigitte is fun, and if you haven't checked her out, I highly recommend it. You know, just just learn her. She is so much fun, and you're gonna make people upset. And who cares? Play the game. It's Overwatch. Have fun.